Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 31 of my Crisis to Opportunity podcast. This episode continues our exploration of the importance of what I call mental muscles in how you respond to a crisis. The topic for today's episode is Surrender to Determination. As I alluded to in a previous episode, a crisis is like a very high and treacherous mountain that confronts you on your road to life. Some parts of your route are easy, others are demanding, and still others can seem downright impassable. It's in the moments when you feel like the mountain of a crisis is just too high to climb that your determination is tested. When faced with the daunting challenge of a crisis, your drive, your motivation, and your perseverance lie on a continuum ranging from surrender to determination. Not only are crises difficult because their challenges can be severe, but they often last an appreciable amount of time which can just plain wear you down physically, psychologically, and emotionally. It's in moments of extreme difficulty that you will respond in one of three ways. First, by digging in and pushing forward even harder. Two, continuing with minimal effort. Or three, surrendering altogether. It's important to know where you are along that continuum as it often dictates how you will respond throughout your journey from onset to resolution of a crisis. Let's start by exploring surrender. At the heart of surrender is the belief that you no longer have control of a situation. Given the suddenness and harsh nature of crises, it's not surprising a common response is a feeling of surrender. The task of responding to a crisis can seem so gargantuan that the possibility of a positive outcome can seem exceedingly unlikely. The magnitude of a crisis can quickly lead to a sense of helplessness, hopelessness, and futility. In simple terms, you feel defeated and you just plain want to give up. Surrender, though, is different than the fight, flight, or even freeze, the three Fs, reactions that have been evolutionarily ingrained into our brains for millions of years. The three Fs are about taking action to avert a threat to your life. And yes, standing still is an action. In all three responses, your mind and body are powerfully activated. Psychological, neurological, and physical changes coalesce around your behavior, aimed at accomplishing the goal of survival. In contrast, surrender is the absence of action, an entirely different reaction altogether, and usually not associated with survival. It is in fact giving up any hope of survival. In contrast to the three Fs, you shut down psychologically, neurologically, and physically. And not surprisingly, it produces the exact opposite effect on your behavior. Instead of seeking survival, surrender leads to figurative or literal death. Clearly, surrender doesn't play well in a crisis. The simple fact is that when you surrender to a crisis, you lose in almost all cases. Depending on the type of crisis, losing can be realized in different ways, whether financial ruin, divorce, loss of career, or death. So I think we can all agree that surrender is not a good reaction when faced with a crisis. Now let's talk about determination. There are, of course, many aspects of a crisis that you can't control. The one thing you can control, though, is you and how you respond to the crisis. That means that how much effort and resolve you put into finding a solution to the crisis is up to you. To ensure that you do everything within your control, it's vital that you leverage your determination. So what exactly do I mean by determination? Let me define it. 
the quality that you show when you've decided to do something and you will not let anything stop you. The ability to continue to try to do something, even if it's difficult. To prevail over a crisis, you must be determined to begin the process of resolving it, and you must be resolute until you've achieved a satisfactory outcome. Determination is the foundation of everything you do in response to a crisis. Without your determination to commit the necessary time, effort, and energy, your chances of finding success in overcoming the crisis is very unlikely. There are several reasons that determination is essential in a crisis. First, as I've discussed previously in my podcast, successfully resolving a crisis involves putting in consistent effort in every impacted area of your life, which requires that you be determined to do so. Second, determination dictates your willingness to continue to work hard in the face of fatigue, monotony, and setbacks. Determination involves an unwavering resolve to do what's necessary to overcome the crisis you're facing. It means continuing to push back against the crisis in the face of challenges and failures. It involves an ongoing commitment to fight the good fight until the crisis has been vanquished or at least its impact has been minimized. From Walt Disney, the creator of Disneyland, all the adversity I've had in my life, all the troubles and obstacles have strengthened me You may not realize it when it happens, but a kick in the teeth may be the best thing in the world for you. So how do you exercise your determination muscle? Just like the previous mental muscles I've covered already in my podcast, determination is a muscle that needs to be exercised if you want to use it to its fullest against a crisis. To that end, I have several quote-unquote exercises you can do to make your determination as strong as it can be. First, Focus on your long-term goals when faced with a crisis. To surmount a crisis, you have to devote a lot of time and effort while facing difficult challenges along the way. As I've noted before, there are going to be times when the crisis wears you down and your determination starts to wane. When you feel this way, it helps to focus on your long-term goals related to the crisis. Imagine exactly what you want to accomplish. Tell yourself that the only way you'll be able to reach your goals is to continue to work hard and confront the challenges head-on and with your fullest determination and commitment. It can also help to remind yourself why you're working so hard for your children, your future, your safety, and maybe even your life. Thinking about others who are impacted if you don't push forward can really support and strengthen your determination. Focusing on your long-term goals hones your determination in several ways. First, when you're feeling overwhelmed and beaten down by a crisis, your mind and your body are yelling to surrender. If you listen, then you will ease up or give up. By focusing on your long-term goals, you remind yourself, no, I can't stop because my long-term goals are really important, so keep going. In other words, you're giving yourself a reason to keep pushing in the face of the immediate desire to surrender. Second, simply by focusing on your long-term goals, you take your mind off of the frustration, doubt, fatigue, and pain you may be feeling as you face a short-term challenge in the crisis. In doing so, all the negatives become a little less intense and a little more tolerable. Focusing on the big picture puts your immediate struggles into perspective. Third, focusing on your long-term goals generates positive emotions, such as inspiration and pride. 
Feeling more positive can counter less pleasant emotions like anger, disappointment, or despair. Moreover, research has shown that positive emotions actually reduce fatigue and pain. So when you're struggling to stay determined as you battle the crisis, think of your long-term goal and tell yourself, that's why I'm doing this. From Charles C. Noble, the Brigadier General, you must have long-term goals to keep you from being frustrated by short-term failures. Another exercise to help build determination is to have a crisis partner. The reality is, it's difficult to stay determined and resolute all the time in a crisis, especially doing it on your own. There are simply going to be some days when you just don't feel like facing the crisis. You may be tired, stressed, overwhelmed, bored, feeling burned out, and just want to surrender, even if only for a short time. No matter how hard you push yourself, you simply can't work as hard as when you have someone pushing you. That someone can be a parent, spouse, friend, someone who is experiencing a similar crisis, or some significant person in your life. Having a crisis partner helps you to stay determined in several ways. First, as the saying goes, two heads are better than one. You can use both of your minds to gain more knowledge, synthesize and analyze information, make decisions and plans, and ultimately take constructive action in response to the crisis. Second, when you have a crisis partner, you don't feel as if you have to climb that high mountain alone. Rather, they're there to support you every step of the way, and you can support them. Knowing that you have someone helping you push forward makes it just a little bit easier to keep climbing higher. Third, a crisis partner holds you accountable. For example, it's one thing to be facing a crisis on your own and encountering something unpleasant that makes you want to ease up or quit. But it's going to be a whole lot harder to slow down or stop when you know that your crisis partner is there waiting for you. You can be sure that he or she will be quite upset if you don't show up as expected. So even if you're not feeling it that day, you're going to be there and do what's necessary because your crisis partner is counting on you. Another powerful exercise is determination cues. A big part of staying determined in a crisis involves being reminded to stay determined. Another part is to generate positive emotions associated with your efforts and progress toward your goals. A great way to create those feelings is with determination cues, such as inspirational phrases and photographs. It might be a quote such as, I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion, from boxing legend Muhammad Ali. Another example was from former NFL coach Mike Ditka. You're never a loser until you quit trying. A determination cue might also be a photo of someone who inspires you or someone who exhibits the qualities you aspire to possess. The key is that the quote or photo generates positive thoughts, and emotions that translate into increasing or maintaining your determination, especially when overcoming the crisis gets especially difficult. These days, you can find determination cues everywhere on the internet, blogs, YouTube videos, or websites. You can even find cues focused on your particular crisis, because you're probably not alone, as there seem to be websites devoted to every specific crisis, along with a supportive community of which you can become a part. If you come across a quote or a photo that inspires you, place it where you can see it regularly, such as in your bedroom, 
on your refrigerator door, or in your office. Look at it regularly and allow yourself to experience the thoughts and feelings it generates. These reminders and the emotions associated with them will inspire and motivate you to continue to work hard and persist in the face of the challenges of a crisis. You can also self goals to help your determination. There are few things more rewarding and motivating than setting a goal, putting effort toward it, and achieving it. The sense of accomplishment and validation of your effort that results when you see the outcomes they produce just plain makes you feel good. It motivates you to continue to want to work toward accomplishing your future goals in response to the crisis. As a bonus, in the process of reaching goals, you get a lot done. Goal setting is especially important when a crisis arises. It's valuable to establish clear goals of what you want to accomplish and how you will achieve those goals to overcome the crisis. Well-articulated goals act as road signs that guide you toward your desired outcome. They act as benchmarks of the progress you're making as you push against the forces generated by a crisis. Goals also generate feelings of pride and inspiration that continue to propel you toward your higher goals. Seeing that your hard work is moving you forward and producing results should motivate you to further realize your goals. Also, I want you to ask two daily questions. I'm sure your life is busy, filled with many obligations and activities unrelated to a crisis. Work, school, family, hobbies, and other commitments. Even when a crisis strikes, particularly one in which the effects aren't immediate or dramatic, it can be easy to get wrapped up in your daily life. Sometimes regular life can get so busy that you may forget about or lose track of what you need to do every day to stay on the path toward overcoming your crisis. One helpful way to keep your crisis efforts and goals in the forefront of your mind is to ask yourself two questions every day. When you get up in the morning, ask, what can I do today to resolve the crisis I'm facing? This question starts off your day in a motivating way. It focuses you on continuing to address the crisis proactively and consistently. It also prompts you to identify specifically what you need to do each day to continue to progress toward ending the crisis. Then, at the end of the day, before you go to sleep, ask yourself, did I do everything possible today to resolve the crisis? This question holds you accountable for what you did or did not do that day. If you did everything possible, you'll feel some fulfillment and pride in your efforts. If you didn't do your best, it will force you to confront that fact and cause you to feel some disappointment and regret. In either case, your answer to this question will set the stage for what you will decide to do tomorrow. These two questions will serve as daily reminders of your goals and will challenge you to be motivated and determined to work toward them each day. I recommend that you write down these two questions and put them where you see them every morning and every night. From the author, George Lorimer, you've got to get up every morning with determination if you're going to go to bed with satisfaction. Now let's talk about the heart of determination. The strategies I've just described are effective in increasing your short-term determination. They can get you through some immediate and short-term challenges of a crisis. But determination is not just about keeping at it day to day. It's also staying determined for as long as a crisis lasts. That could mean pushing for days, weeks, months, and even years before the crisis is completely resolved. 
The reality is that there are no quick fixes or easy strategies for staying determined over the long haul. Ultimately, you need to find a reason to continue down the hard road of overcoming the crisis. Your determination must come from within. It's important to have a very deep and personal reason for wanting to continue to commit the time and effort toward the crisis. When you get right down to it, you just want to have to overcome that crisis really bad. Finally, determination is a moment-to-moment choice. It's one thing to say you're committed to overcoming a crisis. It's an entirely different thing to demonstrate your determination every moment of every day in your life. In fact, determination is a moment-to-moment choice. It involves many forks in the road every day that will dictate your final destination in the journey you're taking with a crisis. Examples of some decisions you may make are as follows. Should I learn more about the crisis? Should I seek out more resources? Should I go to bed early tonight? Should I try unproven approaches to the crises? There are many forks in the road that you're faced with every moment of every day. There are many obstacles to determination in those moments. Many that I've already mentioned include exhaustion, tedium, the wish to avoid the crisis, the desire to do other things, and a multitude of distractions in your daily life. At each fork in the road, you must decide what is important to you. The determination you bring to the crisis, the motivation you have to achieve your goals related to the crisis, and the priority that you place on those goals will encourage you to take the good road. However, competing forces in your life that act as a siren's call for your attention, time, and energy are forcing you to take the bad road. At these forks in the road that you will face each day, you must look at which road to take. These decisions will ultimately determine whether or not you overcome the crisis that now dominates your life. An unknown quote, you'll be surprised to know how far you can go from the point where you thought it was the end. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to episode 31 of my Crisis to Opportunity podcast. And be on the lookout for episode 32 in the near future.